Hello and welcome to episode 122 of The Pen Addict on Relay FM. This episode of The Pen Addict is brought to you by Harry's, an exceptional shave at a fraction of the price, and The Pen Chalet, where you can get great deals on high-quality pens with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. The Pen Addict is a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analogue tools you love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined, as always, by The Pen Addict himself, Mr. Brad Dowdy. How's it going, Mike? Very well, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good, actually. Good. Um, I'm not sure why, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, really good. <laughs> you've had a busy week. I have had a heck of a busy We've week. Had, you've like this is like not, in my opinion, not as busy. Wait, you haven't been this busy since Knock launched the Kickstarter. Uh, that sounds about right. I didn't put it that way, but uh, yeah, for sure. So, um, but. Um, and we'll talk about a bunch of this stuff, but, you know, I'm sitting around this weekend and all I'm doing like Sunday morning is just hammering through like work stuff. And when I talk about, well, blog stuff, knock stuff, you know, sponsorship stuff, blog posts, just on and on and on, just pounding it out on Sunday morning. I was like, this is fantastic. I was like totally in the zone. I was accomplishing everything. And that's what I... <laughs> I, it just hit me when I was kind of done with all this stuff. I was just like, wow, that felt good. That's why I sent out a tweet this weekend that said, I'm happy. Yeah, I saw that, and, <laughs> and I wondered what it meant. That was that was when I took a breath after doing all kinds of stuff, and I was like, that felt good. So wow. you, you genuinely feel happy is what you're saying, right? Yes, yes. Good. So, anyway, we'll get to some of that stuff later. But we got we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. This is this is my kind of show, right? Right here, where we just talk about all kinds of things. And and you wanna uh, you wanna drop something on me right out the gate? Yeah. So, um, friends of the show and the great guys and gals over at Colt Pens, they got in contact with me uh, a little late a, a few days ago. And they said to me, we have a special edition pen that we want to send you that Brad won't have. And I was like, <laughs> brilliant. Send it. And uh, we're talking about, I'm talking with them. They, they suggested it and we just need to work it out. And I'll just talk to you too about giving away uh, maybe one of these two. Okay. Uh, it's a special edition Caveco. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a Caveco Sport, but it's the color. It's the classic Sport, uh, but the color is is what makes this one special. And I'm putting a link in the show notes, which you can find at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 122. And for the live listeners, it's in the chat room. It's a brown, dark brown special edition with gold trim. Uh, and it's a very classic look. And, and I like it very much. And uh, I just wanted to point out that this is something that you don't own, and I do. That is super sexy. I, it's good I'm looking. a huge fan. I love this pen. It's um, it's just right. You know, it's um, it's very cool how it functions. You know, the the small the small uh, size of it then fun- you know turned into a full length pen. And um, I don't know. I'm I'm just a huge huge fan of the sport line classic sport al sport anything sport and uh this dark brown is sweet especially since you uh i guess can't get it anywhere you got to get from colt pens right yeah i believe so Cause, yeah because they do a bunch of uh special edition stuff that is awesome it's so uh, yeah i'm totally classic. jealous i like it it makes me feel like a gentleman when i write with it <laughs> it's just something about it i feel like i should be wearing tweed or something <laughs> you wait you don't wear tweed every day i not every day okay uh, are your boxers are your boxers tweed? That would be extremely itchy. Mm, okay, just checking. So I, I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to call attention to it. I wanted to thank the people at Colt Pens, and and it was mainly all of this was from them and from me was just as a point that I have something that you don't have. That's good, and I like that they're like coming to you with that and say, hey, take a look at this, and you can taunt Brad with it. But yeah, keep I, keep uh, your, your ears out because uh, we're working on uh, sorting out one of these to give away as well on the show. Okay, cool, good. Can't wait. That'll be great. So yeah, there you go. I have something you don't have. <laughs> well, you got some. You got something else that I do have though this week, right? Finally. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what to compare this to, but 
the the idea of like opening something and having like a blinding light in your face. <laughs> it's like in Pulp Fiction, the briefcase. That's what I'm. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. <laughs> that was what it was like when I received my packs of the um, what are they, under uh, unexposed. That's it. I was going to call them overexposed, and maybe that was that too. the point. Uh, the field notes. These things are insane. There is one color. I haven't got them to hand now. There is one color that physically hurts my head to look at. <laughs> Wait, I'm I'm going off mic for a moment. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's take a vote on which one it is. I'm gonna go with the the pink with the blue text. Right. Okay. So I I got only one duplicate. I got two of the yellow and purple ones, which I love. By the way, that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite favorite uh, colors. Hang on, so I'm opening them up here. I love the packaging. I love the little f- uh, logos inside the paper. Yep. Um, I love the uh, the pink and blue one as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, there it is. Oh, the green and pink one. <laughs> okay, I lost. So when he went off mic, I, I said, I bet it's going to be the pink and blue one, but it's the green and pink one, huh? Oh, yes, the green and pink. Yeah, I look at it and it like hurts my eyes. It's, but... <laughs> I love that they did this. I think these are so fun. And this paper, it's not to me like the Drink Local, but it's close. Mm-hmm. It feels really good, but it doesn't feel exactly the same. Agreed, yeah. The Drink the drink Local had a more rubbery, I mean, like the um, the, the cover. Yeah. But these are definitely like more like, they're, they're more plasticky than usual. And, and I really yes. like that. I think that's a fantastic touch. Yeah. So, I'm really, I'm really enjoying mine so far. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I was at a games expo this weekend. Uh, oh, cool! That's right. Yeah, and I took a field notes uh, book with me, and uh, I took this yellow and yellow and purple one. I bet this would be big with uh, LA Lakers fans. Oh, for sure. There's, there's definitely uh, some team type stuff in there. Yeah. And, uh, the both the the yellow and purple and purple and yellow have been like real popular for that type of stuff. Lots of team colors and, and those type of things. I just realized that the colors are reversed, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've just well, realized. Well, not, not all of them. Not all of them. Right, okay. okay. But a couple of them are, yes. <clears throat> I have a couple more packs to come, so I hope to finish the set to six. What are you missing? Um, I'm not I didn't 100%. hear you say orange. I'm not. I, think, I didn't hear you say orange. Yeah, so. I don't think I have an orange one. I d- okay. Yeah, I, d- I, w- I didn't know what the colors I couldn't remember what the colors were. I have yellow, purple, blue, green, and pink. Yeah, you're missing orange. Oh, so. man. I bet the orange one's great, isn't it? It looks pretty good. It's got the blue text, um, so it looks pretty nice. I hope I get two of those then yep. to balance it out. Yeah, so just on the, the unexposed, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, you and I are pretty much on the same page on this one. I just I read a review this week um, from The Finer Point. Um, is that, yeah, Jenny. Um she wrote a really good review. She does really excellent reviews. I think she's been a pin blog of the week week in the past. And you know, she did she does great pictures, great photography, but she made one one little comment in her post um that I thought was accurate. Um she said this edition changed the usual ritual. Like we all have this, you know, all of us that you know are into these types of things, you know, and listening to podcasts about pins and reading blogs and are in, enjoy field notes. All of us in this community, we have a ritual, you know, you know, we, we start getting anxious about two, two and a half months after the last edition. We start speculating what the next edition is and they send out a teaser email and there's this whole little dance we do back and forth. What's it going to be, you know, um, and then we always get to see it before it arrives in our hands. And this time I was a little bit different and I thought they did a good job of really, you know, they really nailed that. Um, just the whole getting everyone to talk about it thing, and uh, I thought that was a good job by them, a, a good lesson to learn. So, and you know, I, I've been thinking about this too. You know, you were mentioning about the are they more collectible mm-hmm. on or like or trolling the collectors? Mm-hmm. I think this makes them more traditionally collectible. It's like a gotta catch them all type scenario mm-hmm. because. It's like what it reminds me of is like trading cars or something. 
Sure. You buy a pack and you don't know what's inside and you open them and like, oh, I hope I got the last one. You know, I like that. I think that's fun. And, yep. and, and I like the addition. I don't want them all to be this way. Right. But I like that they did this. I actually, the more I thought about it, the more I appreciate the idea. I do wish I couldn't have found out or wouldn't have found out before I received mine. But, you know, that that's the problem with uh, with my sort of shipping scenario I yes guess. it's 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 not their fault they can't really do anything about it i could have i mean i could have avoided it because you know really i saw them because temptation got the better of me and i went to the field notes group sure um yeah but then Stephen would have ruined it anyway because he posted <laughs> unboxed on instagram which a lot of people got upset him about right so <laughs> i don't know why he did that but he did uh he found them out and took a picture of them um oh and by the way my benefactor who from mm. my third party has mm. delivered uh, my XOXO edition to the third party and the third party is mailing it to me. I seriously still have no idea who it is. I just haven't asked. <laughs> I should ask, but it's just I, I like the mystery. I don't know who's providing me with these XOXO editions. So let me let me give you some breaking news. Yep. Um, That the podcast listeners will get first. Everyone should read my blog tomorrow morning for a special... XOXO Fest Field Notes three-pack giveaway. Oh, you got your hands on a pack. I did. I did from a wonderful person I met at XOXO, and she was not going to use hers, and she knew I was a fan, and uh, I said, well, I'm not going to, you know, I said, why don't you keep them and use them? And she says, no, I'd rather you have them. I said, well, if I have them, I probably won't use them, so I would rather give them away. And she's like, I'm good with that. So tomorrow... XOXO Fest Field Notes giveaway on the blog. And in case, so when you're listening to this, tomorrow means the 30th of September 2014. Yes, thank you. I have seen, though, tweets that if you want them, stay subscribed to the Field Notes mailing list. Ah, cool. They, I've, I've seen tweets from the Field Notes account saying as much. So if yeah. you're interested, you want to sign up for their mailing list, which you can find on their website. Yep, yep. So around the the same time as this whole XOXO unexposed things, I got a new pen. And I can't remember. I think I might have mentioned it on last episode um, or maybe the episode before. But when we did the Fodder Stack Fall Festival, we did a um, we did like a pen swap as part of the thing. Yeah. And I I hate to say it, but you and I are uh, no longer pen twins. I traded my uh, Franklin Kristoff. Oh, so I'll have to get I'll have to get me another one. Um, I, I know where to find them. <laughs> but I I had been thinking recently that I've been enjoying like wider nib pens. Um, you know whether and not just like stub nib pens. I I really like stub nib pens, but just a regular bold nib, just a standard uh, broad nib. Excuse me. Um, I thought I would start to like using these because it's really all about the ink and being able to see the ink flow and the different properties of the ink and having just a big wide marker style nib. So I got a another Lamy 2000 with a broad nib and it's really, really cool. And uh, it's actually, it it got me into uh, to doing something that I have not done in years despite... Um, many people trying to to get me to do it i wrote a letter because i wanted to use this nib this broad nib with some great green ink that i have the ackerman uh i'm not even going to try to pronounce it the yeah the bright green ackerman i think it's number eight and i wrote a letter on tomoe river paper Hmm. and it was just a great experience so might have a little uh, little transitioning going on here with me and the extra 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 fine nibs and which I still use and still love but I'm kind of enjoying the bit of a wider nib here recently so it's been pretty cool I miss, and I know you've always I you've miss, always kind of been in that middle range right you're kind of a medium guy from the get-go uh, no I was broad to start with okay um, but then kind of shaved it off a bit to medium and now I kind of go between fine and medium and it's only because broads can be the best thing ever or the worst thing ever yeah um, and it's really really hard to judge that where medium you're gonna either get fine medium or bold like you, you you're gonna broad sorry you're gonna get that 
mm. in a medium you're going to get those like lines of tolerance depending on the manufacturer so it, it fits well for me but broad i mean i had some that were just unusable especially with me being left-handed they would just like spit out ink and it was yeah. just you know i just couldn't use them so i've kind of it, you know uh, and now if if i do want a bigger nib i will go for a stub because they're more fun than broad. Yeah. What yeah, was the totally. model that you said you've got now, by the way, that you, you got in the trade? I got a Lamy 2000. Oh, a Lamy 2000. So my second one. Right. So my original one has an extra, extra fine nib, and now I have a broad nib. Cool. Yeah. So I'll get you a link. I, I think I took a picture of it somewhere. I'll have to see. I'll find you a link for that. Um, I thought it was in my Instagram, but it's not. So I will look and see where I have an image of this, and I can put it in the show notes. Excellent. What else do we have? Uh, why don't we take a break and then we have some, we have a plot twist. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. That I want to talk about. So let's take a moment to thank our friends at Pen Chalet for sponsoring this week's episode of the Pen Addict Podcast. The Pen Chalet sell authentic, amazing rollables, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. They have all of your favorite brands like Monteverde, Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Namiki, Sailor, and Caveco, and are, of course, an authorized dealer of all of them. And they sell you all of these pens with very fast service, reliable service, great customer service. They do fantastic shipping. They have free shipping on orders of over $50 in the continental United States, and they also sell with very reasonable shipping rates internationally too. You know that Pen Chalet always do something special for you guys, and I'm going to tell you about what that this week's special offer is at the moment, but they do run special discounts for everyone, and you can be a part of twice a month, including closeout specials every two weeks. They have a great mailing list that you should sign up to, and you're going to be the first to know about all of those. Pen Chalet are adding new styles of pens every single month. They're always adding new stuff. And as well as all those pen brands and pens that I mentioned earlier, they also sell limited edition stuff and all the accessories that you're going to need, like carrying cases, pen holders, refills, converters, and so much more. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens and offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So you want to go and head over to penchalet.com and you want to use the code PENADDICT when you check out. It's going to get you 10% off your order, whatever you're buying. And don't forget, you want to click that button, which is the podcast link at the top of the website. You enter the password PENADDICT there and you're going to get a bunch of additional savings. And you're also going to get access to this week's special offer. So we have two pens. We have a little range, but it's broken into two today. So this is the Aurora Ypsilon. So we have the Aurora Ypsilon Resin, which is gold, gold-plated, has a gold-plated stainless steel nib and retails for $150. You're going to get 25% off. And don't forget your Pen Addict, cu- Pen Addict coupon code for an additional 10%. That's going to bring you down to $101.25. And then we have the Aurora Ypsilon Deluxe, which has a 14-karat gold nib and retails for $250. With the and we're going to, the and Pen Chalet are giving 30% off this and then another 10% on top when you use the Pen Addict code at checkout, and you're going to get this for $157.50. I really love the way these look. I haven't used one myself. I don't know if you have, Brad. But, I have not. But these, this is one of those pens that looks super professional, so would be good for you if that's if you like the look of it. I think they look really good, especially the resin ones. Like I like the colors of them. But it's also I think this would also be a really good gift. This this yeah, to me I, looks like a great gift for someone. I really like the 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 yellow and the red barrel resin ones. Yeah. Um. Even even with the gold furniture, I like the bright colors with the gold fur- furniture. Aurora is one of those brands I haven't uh I haven't gotten into yet. <clears throat> not uh not for any reason other than just time and money. But um I've always enjoyed their designs. They get good reviews um for quality um performance good nibs things like that so um they're they're definitely uh good quality pens and i am anxious to check them out for sure so with these sort of discounts should be crazy not to so don't forget to get access to these you want to go to penchalet.com go to the top of the page and it has a little button that says podcast click that type the uh, the code in pen addict there You'll see all of the deals. When you choose what you want, don't forget at checkout to use the code PENADDICT again. That's going to get you 10% off on top of the other fantastic discounts that they're giving. 
Penchalay are so awesome. We love having them as part of the show because of these fantastic deals that they give you. So if you enjoy Penchalay's stuff and you enjoy this show, go and check them out and buy. You can, if you're not interested in these uh, fantastic deals on the Ypsilon, well, buy anything from Penchalay. Make them your next purchase and use the code PENADDICT and it's going to get, going to get you 10% off anyway. Thank you so much to Penchalay for their continued support of Relay FM and the PENADDICT podcast. Can I add a little something real quick? Please. I want to give a special thanks to Ron at Penn Chalet. And, you know, a lot of you who are Penn Chalet customers may not get to deal with, you know, the people behind the website directly, but Mike and I do, um, you know, working on things like these ad spots. And Ron is a genuinely great guy, helpful guy. Um, he he really, you know, believes in what he's doing at uh, Penn Chalet, and he's been super supportive of us, and he is a really good guy and really easy to work with. So I just want to throw that plug in for Ron because uh, he's a good guy, and good guys should be told that. He is. Like, he uh, very frequently deals with my last-minute requests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he puts up with our crap. That's what I meant to say. Like, with absolutely no... <laughs> Like he's just like okay, Mike. Here you go. You know, I'm, this is the deal. You know, I'm, I'm like Sunday nights, I'm like, whoop, pen addict tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we appreciate guy. you, Ron. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> plot twist. Oh, plot twist. You go. Um. So official show mascot Kanuni Renishin tweeted before the show. Scribble has contacted her, and she's in the chat room, so I guess we can f- try and find out a little bit more. I-, I would love to know how they contacted you, if if you wouldn't mind letting us know. Um, and have offered for her to be a beta tester for the Scribble pen. Yeah, I think when they when they had their second cancellation, they had an email... Uh, list up or right before even while that was running to have beta testers so i think people could actually go sign up right so it seems like maybe it's from the email list mm-hmm. and what they're doing is they are asking for 15 dollars for shipping of the pen um and and from mm-hmm. what i understand from her tweets is like they're just asking pay us 15 dollars and we'll ship you one so I think she's going to do it, providing she can pay them by PayPal or something, because she doesn't want to give these guys her card information. <laughs> which you think? I will, I, you know, I cannot say how smart that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely the right way to to do it. But they won't give up. I thought we'd seen the last of them. Genuinely thought we'd seen the last of them. <clears throat> yeah, they apparently. They just... Apparently, she applied. Yeah, um, okay. she applied on the third and got the email today. So I'll be interested to see if any anyone else is is going down this track. Um, if I don't know, they they continue to boggle my mind. I guess if if I need someone's help to test my product, I'm not going to make them pay even for shipping. You know, they're doing me. Someone's doing me a favor. They're going to give me feedback on a product. Um, and much less fifteen dollars seems high. I mean, believe it. I mean, if they're sending a pen, it's not like they're making any money on it. But to think that their stance is, well, we need to cover shipping on our beta products that we're going to get information from people out of just it it just it's one of those. It just continue. It's a long line of things that don't make any sense with this project. I don't know where these squirrel people are get their uh, business acumen from or (laughs) But they don't have any. I don't know what's going on with them. They have never. They haven't done a thing right this entire time, and they continue to uh, continue to go along that path. So, I think it'll I, be interesting to see people getting these. I can't think of the word. Respect's not the word, but I'm starting to get some sort of feeling towards them because mm-hmm. they won't stop, and, yeah. <laughs> and that's really interesting to me that they continue. And I, and I'm I'm. I'm very intrigued by them now because it seems like they they are they are unstoppable at this point. <laughs> Full steam ahead. So we may as well all just give in to our scribble overlords. Yeah. But I just I'm so interested. I'm I'm becoming increasingly more interested because 
I would have expected that, considering that they have been re- forcibly removed twice from cl- <laughs> crowdfunding platforms, that they should probably just give up. <laughs> but they won't give up. Yeah, I guess you got to appreciate that. It's, so. it's just like I don't. My mind boggles, Brad. Yes. Um. Yes. I'm very. Yeah. I. I don't. So, I don't really know how to deal with it. We want to see this through the end. Now, I mean, they're just. I mean, they're 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 going way beyond doubling down. So yeah, they're uh, they're they're going for it. So let's see. Well, I mean, maybe they're in the hole a bit now. So they're like, well, we may as well just see if people will still go for it. I mean, we don't really know a lot about what they're up to or what they're doing, but maybe they're in the hole yeah. a bit, and now they're, they're trying to do all they can to get out of it. I don't feel sympathy for them. Um, maybe so. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not at all sympathetic maybe about so. it. But you know, hey, there you go. Yeah. Um. So we got an email this week. Um. That may be one of the the most awesome emails we got. Uh, ever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna go ever on that or not. But we have a gentleman that listens to the podcast, and I did not tell him that I was going to read this email and maybe I should, (laughs) but his name's Bruce and he's a relatively new listener to the show. He started emailing me a few months ago and not every episode does he give me feedback, but, um, he does, you know, somewhat frequently I'll talk to him once every couple weeks or something like that. So I'm going to read this email verbatim, Mike. Um, Bruce is, when he signs his emails, there's lots of initials after his name, you know, like PhD and 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 things of of that nature. So keep that in mind. And as I, I'm going to read you this email verbatim because oh, it's so good. I'm scared of this now. It's so good. Because you said right. keep that in mind. I I feel like yeah. I'm in trouble. No, 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 no. Okay, not at all. All right. <laughs> okay, good. No, just it's just an amazing email. All right. Just finished listening to. PC, I guess he means PA, 120, and I am moved to a couple of hopefully constructive comments concerning Mike's window concerns. Number one, fountain pen ink is a liquid. Number two, the pen reservoir is cylindrical. Number three, the window is usually a band around the pen. Herein assumed, one may easily estimate the fullness of the pen by uncapping the pen turning it so the pen is horizontal, and placing the pen between the eye and a moderate photon source. Note that the perceived level is not linear, but the calculation of the perceived to actual level is a matter of simple single integral, since the fullness problem reduces from a 3D to a 1D mathematically. Okay. Got it? Yeah, I'm right. totally following along. All right. All right. This is the second comment concerning flying with fountain pens. <laughs> Number one. Fountain pen ink is a Newtonian fluid, therefore incompressible. So long as a pen reservoir is full and the pen has good structural integrity, you should experience no problems. You should probably not use the pen except when the plane is flying at a constant altitude since writing will introduce gas into the reservoir. I would also not recommend carrying a refill syringe for cartridges since TSA tends to go non-linear when they discover such. Incidentally, several European pen companies make very nice traveling ink pots so that you can travel and refill your pen without worrying about the fragility of a glass bottle. Okay. Signed, Bruce. Bruce, <laughs> I have one comment I would like to make about your fantastic explanation. I can see what you're attempting to do here. Uh, you are one of the long line of uh, detractors of my statement of never fly with a fountain pen. Hey, I'm with you. I understand what you're saying. Now, there's one key point that you said. Um, so I, I will read this back. So long as the pen reservoir is full and the pen has good structural integrity, you should experience no problems. Therein, sir, is the problem <laughs> with your argument. Many pens that I own, I don't know if they're full. Even if I try and refill them, some ink may have gotten in. It can be very difficult if the, if you cannot see through a window or the pen is not a um, it's not a demonstrator. It can be very difficult. And also, good structural integrity. That's not something I necessarily am aware of. I, I feel, Bruce, I feel like you would know if one of your pens did not have good structural integrity. You, you feel, I feel like you're a man who, like Dr. Drang, a uh, friend of the internet, 
mm-hmm. uh, you would just understand such a thing by looking at it. And yes. uh, so I, I understand what you're saying. I, I very, very much appreciate the time and effort going into an email like this. I think it's absolutely fantastic. However, I, I it has you're not. A chicken. It, you're a chicken. It's not changed my mind because I <laughs> because you have basically told me that if the pen isn't full. There is a chance I could have a problem, and, and that do I need to reread? Problem. Do I need to reread the first part so you can know how your pen is full? Yes. Do I need to reread that? Yeah, reread that <laughs> bit because that first bit I didn't get that at all. <laughs> this is Bruce is awesome. All the emails from him are, are like this, and they're great. We have good conversations back and forth, and this is totally a Doctor Drang thing. And if y'all don't know, some of you that listen to this don't know um, Doctor Drang. That's a compliment. Dr. Drang is an engineer and he can break stuff down like this. And um, so to say, Bruce, this is a very Dr. Drang type email is a compliment of the highest order. Yes. And uh, please keep these emails coming and I will keep Mike in line um, with with your comments, Bruce. And um, we will get this straightened out once and for all. Are you going to reread to me? <laughs> no, okay. I, I copied it in the list just uh, so you can learn how to check and uh, see if your pen is full properly or not. Thank you. I, I need you to get on that. <laughs> All right, I need you to get on something else, like our next sponsor that I'm pretty excited about. Just when we come back from the second sponsor, we're going to talk about Brad's insane week. It's yes, so much to unpack from from this. Yeah, week. we had we haven't even gotten to what all went on in my world this week, so we're going to do that and uh, give you the full breakdown. So this week's episode of the Panatic Podcast is also brought to you by Harry's. Harry's was founded because shaving can be expensive and frustrating. The process of shaving your face can be annoying, painful, and irritating at times, and the process of buying shaving products can be even more so. This is why Harry's exists, because one of their founders, a guy named Andy, was fed up with the poor experience of purchasing shaving products. Harry's creates products with a super cool brand and design that speak to you, its customers. They have a simplified ordering process, a snazzy website, and they get you blades and shaving materials without the need of having to be made to feel like a criminal by going into a drugstore and having them unlock them from the cabinets. Now... I've been speaking on some other shows this week about the stuff, the my personal experience of using Harry's products. But Mr. Brad Dowdy is has also received some Harry's products himself. And and Brad, I would love to know what you think about Harry's stuff, about the kits and the new products that they have too. Yeah. So one of the things we talked about um, before the show is you know that now that Harry's is sponsoring us, um, I'm actually one of the few hosts that's actually been a Harry's customer for since they launched. I guess it's it's probably been less than a year. Uh, I'm thinking, but um, at least in the past six months or so, I've been a Harry's customer um, well before they sponsored this episode of the show. So what I was looking for, I. You know, I have a I have a wonderful beard, Mike. You do, but you know, you do still have to shave. You know, you got to sh- shave the neck, shave the face, do all that stuff. Make it, you know, make it good looking and, and sharp, sharp looking man. And I hate buying razor blades. You know, I've been I've been like a Gillette Fusion guy forever, just because that's kind of what you do. No thought into it. Grab it at the grocery store. Um, buy the way overpriced razor blade refills. And it's actually like painful paying for that because it's so ridiculously priced for a disposable item. What Harry's did is make quality easily as good as that, if not better, for such a good price. Um, Their blades are excellent. They last a long time. They don't dull quickly. The handle I got, I of course went with the orange handle. It's, It's a perfect perfect fit for me it's real classy looking that's the truman um, set is it truman i think yeah, yeah i think that's what it's called i don't have it pulled up but yeah so i got the orange handle and the blades and the shaving um uh the shaving cream or the shaving lotion i guess it's called so that's what came with the original kit and i never used anything but you know the um the like the fusion gel um shaving gel before so i've never used like the cream before and it's really really good i was it's actually taken aback by how good the shaving experience was so i know i'm just kind of rambling about harry's but i really love this product i it i talk about with pens a lot you know you got to get a good value you know there's 
you can way overspend for way inferior quality. Harry's is the exact opposite. It is such, I mean, you can go to Harry's right now and spend like $15 and have like, and be set up. Yep. $15 gets you a razor, the foaming shave gel, which we're going to talk about in a minute, three razor mm -hmm. blades. And yeah. their blades are about half the price of the brand, like the big brands like Gillette and stuff like that. Yeah, so I had already gone through my first kit, and then I just reordered blades, and it was just so cheap and easy. Their packaging is awesome. It's really cool. Everything they do with the brand is very, very well done. Um, it's a great value. I, I can't recommend them enough. I've recommended them to a bunch of friends. I've recommended them to my wife. I'll say, hey, you got to use this because it's, <laughs> it's better and cheaper than, you know, keep buying this Gillette Fusion junk, um, you know, every month. And, you know, this... Just recently, I just last week they got me the they sent the, the tell me the names of it again the, the foaming shave gel and the aftershave moisturizer. So I've been using the foaming shave gel instead of the lotion, um, and it's been really good. It foams like you hardly have to use any of it, um, to get a thick foam to shave with. It does really good. I'm a real huge fan of the aftershave lotion. Okay. I've never used any. I've never used anything like that before. I use it every time I shave now, and I just get this little smile on my face. I'm like, ooh, I'm fancy. <laughs> this, is, this is what I keep saying on the shows, right? I think, I think in general, men don't consider moisturizer. Yeah. But it is so important because when you yeah. shave, you are opening your skin up to just damage. Yeah. And it's so important to use stuff like the aftershave moisturizer that Harry's have put together, and they use all natural ingredients and stuff like that, and it's really good. Really, really yeah. good stuff. So the one of my concerns is I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a cologne, you know, cologne guy. You know, I don't need that huge cloud of Dracar Noir, you know, floating around me. Um, you know, when I walk down the when I walk down the street, everyone knows I'm coming. So it's a real subtle, real great uh, scent on the aftershave. It feels great. Um, I'm gonna keep reordering that. And uh, that's that's kind of a no-brainer. So that's going to be part of uh, my shaving process now. But um, I, if you can't tell, I'm a huge fan. So I'm excited that they are sponsoring us. I can't recommend it enough. Um, what you get for what you pay is such a good deal. It's a really, really great value. And I, like I said, I've been using them for about products for about six months now. And I'm not going back. It's uh, It's great. You too can experience a clean, close, and comfortable shave of Harry's. At the moment, Harry's is only available in the United States. I believe you can get shipping to Canada too. Uh, and I have a great deal for those of you that are. Go to harrys.com right now and you'll get $5 off if you type in the coupon code PENADDICT with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com and enter coupon code PENADDICT at checkout to get that $5 off and to start shaving better today. Thank you so much to Harry's for the supported the pen addict and relay fm so before we get into i guess i guess our main topic we don't really have a main topic today we're just chatting today i wanted to do our pen blog of the week which is the desk of adam so adam's pretty new on the scene and i don't know how i first found out about him maybe on twitter he might have actually sent me something uh sent me a link but his his blog is really really well done really great photography um he does some great product reviews. One of his latest up right now, um, uh, well, one of those one that I've read the most recent is his September pen and ink combinations, um, which are really great. Um, and you should definitely check it out and uh, tell Adam that the Pen Attic Podcast says hi. All right, Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, so I had a busy week last week. Yeah, um, just a bit. My brain kind of exploded all over the internet on my blog i guess um all at once <laughs> all at once you know when you i i'm not a big uh let's just rip the band-aid off and get over it kind of guy but you know this week uh i had a lot going on so in the span of two days on friday i l announced a new sponsorship um sponsorship package for the pen Addict blog is something I've been thinking about for a while. And then on Saturday I up and killed the Inklings. Yeah. <laughs> Which was met with okay. there's a lot to talk about here. Uh evil eyes. Evil eyes across the internets. 
so yeah i have um it's hard to know where to start but let's start with sponsorships and what i was thinking so we've talked you and i you're you're privy to my brain a lot more than the uh the general internet is and we've been talking about for probably more than a year of me making the move towards a full-time online yep work if you will mm-hmm. um so that means you know the things i do at the pen addict the things i do with the podcast the things i do with notco and anything else i can add into there not that there's something to add right now but you know just stuff doing these things online doing these things that i love talking about things that i love being involved in this completely and eventually making it my job now i'm of the age where i i remember this vividly when i got out of college and was bouncing around from job to job to job for years I remember all I wanted was to work for a company where I could work there for the rest of my life and, you know, be paid decently and move up the ladder and have benefits and have job security. Mm. And I got that job. I've been at the same job for 14 years. You know, I had that hiatus for one year at JetPens, but I'm back with the same company. And I always thought that's what I wanted, right? That's what you do. You know, that's what my parents did. Um, That's what, you know, my in-laws did. You know, they all worked for the same company and, you know, for 35 years and then they retired. Well, that's really not how things are these days. You have options now. And while my job is awesome, my regular day job, this really is what gets me going. This podcast, talking about pens and paper and making pen cases and creating things on the internet. So, do I eventually want to do that for a living? And the answer is yes. We can't just up and do it. (laughs) That would not be very responsible, especially when you're married and have kids. So, I've kind of formulated a general plan in my head on some things I want to do with the blog And I'm starting to roll that out now. And the first thing was offering sponsorships. So number one, JetPens has been an awesome sponsor for the blog. And they will continue to be the main sponsor for the blog. They, we have a great relationship. We've had this relationship since practically the beginning of the blog. Um, And that relationship is going to continue. In addition to the always on JetSpin's sponsorship, if you will, I now have come up with a plan to offer up one weekly sponsorship for anyone. Um, You know, it can be pen companies, it could be other products, it could be apps. I just have these things available now. So I'm having, going into the one weekly sponsor, kind of like Um, guys that I respect a lot, like Sean Blanc and John Gruber. And, you know, I've been able to talk to these guys about these things and how they do it and has it worked out for them and things like that. So I finally just decided to make the jump, Um, you know, working with syndicate ads, they make it easy to schedule everything and have a, a calendar, a release calendar of what weeks are booked. And I thought it was really important to just keep it at a single sponsor per week, I don't want to overwhelm the readership with a bunch of ads and a bunch of random stuff. I want it to be focused and I want it to be pertinent to the reader. And I want the readers to support these people who are sponsoring the blog. So I think it's only fair to give them that exclusivity, you know, give them those blog posts for the week for what they're paying for. So that was kind of my idea around the sponsorships. Um, Launching them was nerve wracking. It went exceptionally well, better than I imagined. Proving the point that I made to you many times in offline conversations that I'll make again in a moment. Mm -hmm. But um, it it went exceedingly well. Um, I was busting it over the weekend talking to everyone who has, you know, um, committed to a week um, of sponsorship. And, you know, it's good because I can have these conversations directly with these sponsors, right? We can talk about, you know, what would be a good ad for me 
as a you know representing the blog representing their product right and something that's good for the reader so it's great to be able to work with all these people who want to sponsor the blog to to really get it right and i think that's just an important overall feel i want to have with these sponsorships i want them to be part of me be part of the site fit in seamlessly um and i want them to be quality and i'm I want them to be, you know, supported by the readers. So I have to work hard to get that right. And that's why I was so happy this weekend because I was just like churning out emails to all these people who were, you know, wanting to sponsor the blog and were, you know, coming up with ad copy and we're checking images and I'm just hammering this stuff all weekend. And when I finally stopped, I was like, whew. That was good. I was like, okay, this is how it's going to be, and and I'm good with that, and I like it. So, um, yeah. So that that's me rambling about sponsorships, and um, it's gone well. Well, how does Syndicate play into this? Do, do they can they sell as well as you? So you sell directly, or people can go through Syndicate. Right. So Syndicate Syndicate has groups of advertisers already, and if they see something's a good fit for their product or service, they can actually just book directly through them. What will generally happen is someone will come to me directly yeah. and I will just handle it one-on-one, but I use the syndicate's platform to manage the bookings just as far as availability. So it's actually better for me that someone comes directly to me um, and I just handle the booking directly, but syndicate allows that you know, availability calendar and some things like that. And then plus they have um, a group of advertisers that will also, um, you know, can choose your blog to, to purchase, purchase ads on. So which is beneficial. Yes. They, they just, they kind of make it the whole setup easy. You are significantly undercharging. Mm. Like you're aware of that, right? Like, you know, you're doing that. Or did you not know I you were doing that? I mean, I mean, because I've told so. you so many times, but I know you refuse to believe me. <laughs> so, imposter syndrome is a real thing. Yeah, it's hard to get around your brain or get out of your own head how you feel other people are going to react to things, and it's scary when you have to put a number on that. So when you launch something like this, your first goal is I want this to be successful. So how do I make it successful? Well, here's a number I want to charge that I think is a fair number. And it comes time to push that button. You're like, whew, I don't know what's going to happen if I go with this number. So let's make it a more maybe comfortable number and kind of go with that and see how we do and see how the sponsorships are and you know get some bookings and you know get some experience writing the ad copies and working with all these um now customers of mine if you will and i understand what you're saying i think it was the right decision for me number one to help me through the imposter syndrome stage and i still have a little bit of that and you know, to, to give me some experience in how this works, right? So the last thing I wanted to do is open up bookings and have like one ad for the rest of the year. Well, that's, you know, from the outside, like if I'm talking to you, well, your, your answer would be, well, you're just being stupid. You should make it this price and go with it. And that probably would have been fine, but I use always use the phrase, um, what's going to let me sleep at night a lot. And the price I went with, which was, I mean, everyone can see it on the blog. That's, I, you know, I, I keep all that open and, and transparent to everyone. It's $200 per week. I would have liked to charge more up front, but I wanted to do this right and get some sponsors in I can work with and get experience in doing this. And I will eventually be able to charge more for that um, very easily. Well, yeah, because, <laughs> right, so, I mean, I, this is very, okay, if you're not interested in this conversation, we're only going to go further and further down this rabbit hole, so 
this is what we're going to talk about for as long as the rest of this podcast is in your podcast player. Um, so I mean, so if it is boring to you, then it's probably all you're going to get. It's the only other thing is the end of the inklings, which we're going to talk about. So maybe you want to skip a little bit. But mm-hmm. so this is this is the the analog uh, intersection into the pen attic podcast. Well, I, and a bit businessy as well. So. Yeah, and a bit businessy. Yeah. And let me just say, I'm open and honest and transparent about everything. So number one, you can ask me anything, which you know, but yeah. if any readers have any questions, they know they can ask me anything and I will give it to them straight. So go ahead. It's the ridiculousness of the price that that I find the craziest. And I've had friends of ours and just people like contact me to tell me that you need to raise your price. Mm-hmm. You have 700,000 page views a month. Now, that is like, that number, it's kind of unbelievable. I've seen it, and you can see you have a screenshot, which mm-hmm. I know why you provided that screenshot, mm-hmm. because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't right. make sense. Like, I love what we do, and I love what you do, but those numbers do not make sense. However, you get them, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because those numbers, that's like, what in in the other world that me and Brad are in, which I know that some of you listeners are as well, the Apple world, those numbers are achieved by some of the biggest independent blogs. Like they would kill, some of them would kill for them, mm-hmm. right? Like so, to charge that amount of money is kind of preposterous, but I also do understand why. Because you are in a different world right? to that Apple blog world who, if they start to see you, which is very smart that you went via syndicate, they will buy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. – and if you haven't had some, some of these, like the regular type of companies, you will do mm-hmm. after a certain period of time. But those numbers are – they are astronomical. For, like, because as well, it's not just your page view numbers that are impressive – it's the amount of u- the user numbers you have are very right. impressive as well. Right. You know, like, and also then as well, the amount of page views per user is 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 very interesting. Your statistics are very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. So you know you you should be charging a lot more, like a lot more, right? <laughs> like you're aware of that. Uh, I th- I was thinking a little more. I'm not aware of a lot more. I mean, have you looked around on, on, uh, I have. on Syndicate? I have. And so let me let me make one comment about the pricing. So and this is me extrapolating things that could be incorrect. But the way I see let's take an Apple blogger who is getting ads from, you know, different apps, different app companies. Um, you know, different software, different hard goods, and this whole range of companies that they're used to working with is used to spending on advertising. They have an advertising budget. In our realm, in the pen stationary realm, advertising's kind of new. Yeah, that, that is your companies. problem. That is your problem. I, right. I, I agree with that. So, like, only in the past year have companies started to, like, budget, like, really for advertising. And I haven't talked to any of these companies about this, about, you know, what, you know, their advertising budgets or anything like that. But that's just, you know, my intake from seeing this world. But it's starting to change. So, they don't have, their companies that I want to sponsor the blog aren't used to purchasing advertising at all. You know, they don't have that background. Most of these companies are, a lot of them are brand new um, or doing things, you know, that just haven't been done uh, before. Like, they're just not used to buying advertising. And so that played into my pricing too, right? And it's definitely going to change, you know, probably in January. Um, But it, it was a hard choice and it was a trying to balance it out and it was also trying to get through the imposter syndrome and being able to sleep at night <laughs> too right but yeah i 
I'm on board with what you're saying, but and I tried to consider lots of things when I I chose that, chose the starting price, and I mean I think you can tell by the booking so far it was uh, probably underpriced. In three days, you had only four spots available for the rest of the year, and that's weekly. Yeah, but that's insane here. Because that was what I said to you on Sunday, right? I was like, <laughs> okay, can you see this now? Do you see? Yeah. So basically, I mean, all of this is to say, like, as well, if, if you are a person or a company who's listening to this, you will not get a, a deal as good as this in the future. <laughs> like, Brad is charging $200 for a week right now. You should be picking up one of those empty weeks you would be insane not to i thought about just buying one for myself and just i don't know what i'd do of it well actually i have a whole company but i think that company gets relatively pretty good placement on your site anyway mm-hmm. uh but it's it's just i mean i'm happy i'm happy for you i so happy because it's proving I- it's proving a point uh that you can do this if you wanted mm-hmm. to mm-hmm um and i i wonder now like what's what's next like because you you you've you've also laid out publicly on the line now your plan i.e. to not be a company man forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean you have knock right. you have this you have right. this show right. these things will bring all these things bring you income mm-hmm. how much further do you need to go oh I, much much right yeah and i can I, I i'm confident in that that i need to go further and i can go further right so that part i'm confident so about you, you see the possibility from it all i see the possibility definitely definitely so you know and it, it's hard a lot of days just because you're always wondering about when, and I know you you go through this, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it every day for maybe the last two and a half years. Right, and it's it's uh, it's, it's tough. It's, it's hard. tough. Yes. Yeah. So you know, it's a, uh, but you know, you got to start somewhere, and you're on that path. I look up to you and respect you for all those decisions that you're making around that. And I've learned a lot from you and like our friendship and conversations offline have helped me in lots of things in this aspect of things. And I'm excited that there down the line, there is a future in doing this. Good. And I think it's possible. It definitely is. Uh, I look at you as one of those overachiever types, you know, Mm. you, you, should definitely only be doing the things that you want to do simply just because of the it seems to me at least in a time that I've known you that everything you do turns to gold and I think that that is not a luck thing I think it's purely through your hard work and determination and your you're a shrewd businessman uh so I, and, and so I I see great things for you in the future Downey well, I appreciate that but I want to talk about one other thing that you did sure so you went you just you just killed everything so you you just went into your website and you were like right sponsors now so i can just kill <laughs> I just kill things i mean you know the money's money's rolling in so let's work <laughs> okay so tell me what did you do why did you kill the inklings michael <laughs> i know i'm so sorry <laughs> so all right this is a so the sponsorships have been on my radar for a while. I mean, months and months and months and months and months. Inklinks, I don't have an exact date, but probably only within the last couple months has it been a little bit bothersome for me. And it's a huge conundrum for me. Number one, I want to promote the community in the best way I can. I think I have a responsibility to do that. I enjoy doing that. Um, you know, we've had so many people reach out to us, Mike, in the past, and since we've been doing this podcast, how many blogs have been started that they said, hey, we love, uh, love what you guys do, and hey, I started this blog. Here's what I do. I and, genuinely you know, think we, we are responsible for, <laughs> for a lot of blogs. <laughs> 
So that exposure and that, you know, light I can shine on other people, I will do it all the time. I love doing that. And it's hard to not do that in a specific manner in which I've done for probably six years now in my Inklinks post on Saturday. But what I've found is that I think it's become a little bit less relevant, even though the people who really, really use that post are really, really going to miss it. But I think in the grand scheme, it's starting to get lost in the shuffle. It's starting to be a lot of similar links. Um, It's starting to not be as much brand new discovery. Um, Lots of other blogs are doing similar type posts, which is great. We need to keep sharing those links and, you know, bringing in other readers and showing people, you know, where they can go find other cool stuff from other cool writers. I just want to do it in a different way now. I think this post and this type of post for me has gotten stale. Um, It's not unique. it's, but at the same time, I want to do something to promote the community. So, like I said, when I the when I started the Inklinks post, this is probably <laughs> a bigger deal than adding sponsorships to the site for most people, and I think it was. The feedback I've gotten on both things, the sponsorships and the links, have been hugely, hugely positive. The comments I got on the Inks links are all hugely positive on the first sentence, and then the second sentence is, oh, I'm going to miss it, but I understand, you know? <laughs> it surprised me, you know, because you're taking something away, and you're not really, you're not you're not replacing it with anything. I oh, mean, that's what you think. No, but, that, but that's what everyone sees. <laughs> mm-hmm, sure. So, like, you know, you say, I'm, I'm taking this, I mean, typically you say, I'm taking this away, but don't worry, you're going to get this, and you didn't do that. You're yep. just kind of like, I'm going to continue doing what I've always done. I'll make sure to talk to talk about people when I feel necessary. But you haven't mm-hmm. said like, and but now on Saturdays, you're going to get a picture of me in a cat costume. Yeah, you know? because I didn't, when I made that post, I didn't have a plan. But I knew it had to stop. Right. But now I have a plan, and it starts on Saturday. Are you willing to share what the plan is? No. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I'm interested. Put it I I will tell you I I want to focus on I want to keep sharing the stories and the work and the websites of other bloggers in the community and but I want to do it in a more direct fashion. How about that? Okay. I mean, I I can make assumptions about what that is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not rocket science. But it's different. It's just a it's different, different thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, I appreciate that because I never, I never took to Inklings personally. Right. I, I've never, right. I don't think I've said that to you before. But it was mm-hmm. always, it's always has been uh, mm-hmm. just a post that I mark as read because right. I get nothing out of it personally. Sure. Like because I'm not interested in looking at just a link, of, uh, like a list of of links to things. And I'm sure that right. the people that love it, like adore it. Yeah, and you probably, and then it's probably just people like me that are like, meh, whatever. Well, I started to get into the meh, whatever phase, and that's when I knew it had to end. Yeah, you see, when you're, if you get like that, then that, that's that. Yeah, that's the thing of any sort of creative project, right? If you get like that, then there are your your readers, listeners, viewers will get like that too. Yeah, so this one I just had to cut the cord on. It, It was time to cut the cord and do something different. I'll do something more direct, um, you know, to continue to share, um, you know, other other people in the community and other people not in the pin community, but that are, you know, interesting, interesting people and talk about them, you know, in a more specific manner. So that's um, starting up this weekend. And, um, you know, I love doing ink links for so many years because I wanted to discover stuff, right? That's how it started. And, you know, I just used to get, you know, energized by finding something cool or new or unique. And, you know, all that stuff, there's still lots of cool and new and unique out there. But, you know, I, I feel a little bit differently about the Inklinks post in general. So um, we'll see. Maybe the the new thing I'm going to do isn't great, but uh, I'm pretty happy with it. It's going to be a little bit more meaningful, I think, if you will. And that's uh, important to me. A couple of very important updates in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Everyone's blaming me. 
for for the inklings going away. Oh, uh, it's my fault. <laughs> uh, and there's been they've taken a vote, uh, and it's been passed in full favor of seeing you in a cat costume on Saturday. So. <laughs> So there's also that to deal with. <laughs> I should read the chat room more. Can I ban people? You can't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's funny. You know what? If I had a costume, cat costume, I would absolutely do it. You know I would do it. But but the thing is, though, I know your address and I have access to Amazon. So Ooh, don't push okay. that. Don't push that button too much. Oh, I'll I'll do it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Not well, for the cat you. costume, I... but just for everything. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that you're making some changes, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it's going to go, and I'm I'm pleased that you haven't killed the podcast again. Oh God, no, no. I'm I feel like I haven't even hit my stride yet. Um, <laughs> I, I I must warn you that next week is 123. Just just letting you know. <laughs> Whenever you want to start that stride, you, you just go right for it. <laughs> well, I just feel like there there's a lot more to do. Hey, this is uh. This is all good stuff. So I mean, you know, everything's everything's cruising along, and there's going to be changes. There's going to be bumps in the road. Some of it won't be uh, easy, and uh, some of it, you know, I'm going to make some mistakes and put my foot in my mouth. I'm sure in some places, but you know what? You know, we're just going to keep going. That's the way to do it, my man. If you want to yep. find the links to everything that we've spoken about today, you want to head over to relay.fm/penaddict/slash122. You want to keep an eye on uh, penaddict.com, which is where Brad writes. You want to keep an eye on there on the 30th because Brad mentioned he's going to be doing something XOXO related there with the with the field notes. And also, he we want to keep up, keep an eye this weekend as well. See what see what Mr. Dowdy's up to. And uh, we are on Twitter. I'm iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, and Brad is at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. On the relay.fm slash penaddict page, you're also going to find... Um you're also going to find all of the information you need about contacting us by email. If that's what you'd like to do, you can just hit the little contact button. We've spoken quite a bit about sponsoring. If you want to sponsor the Penaddict podcast, all the information's there as well. Relay.fm slash sponsor. Thank you so much to our sponsors for this week, our friends over at the Pen Chalet and Harry's. And, uh, you know, we talk about how great Ron is. Ron has emailed us during the show. <laughs> As uh, he, I haven't opened my email. I got I got a little notification a moment ago. Uh, we, and he's had a really good idea. So that's going to help with further spots in the future. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Pen Addict. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye.